Blog Talk Radio. Only 30 minutes. Only on Sunday. Only 30 minutes. Only on Sunday.
So they figure it out that they can get away with that one. My my thinking is uh, Mueller wrote the report. It didn't have it. It went through bar, but I don't think he should be able to hold it back because it was done by somebody else. And I I wish that 20, Mueller could have made the decision. Sorry, they paid thirty million on the uh, on the dealio. Now, the thing about it, we just don't know what Mueller felt about it, which we got to confirm uh, date of May 15th, he will come in and testify before the House. So at right. that time, we might know what he meant when he gave the report. Maybe he meant for it to go for the House. So we don't know yet until he testifies. So I don't know. I, I can't. I think they're taking down democracy with all the lies, the the BS that's going on. It's it's more than him holding on to a, a re, unredacted report of the Mueller report. It's more than that. And plus, plus Eric Holder didn't go in front of Congress and the Senate and lie blatantly like Barr did. Am I right? Right, right, right. You're absolutely right. That's the only reason why I feel it's different. <laughs> well, you said that democracy, well, I was thinking that you were talking about, or were you speaking generally at, at William Barr or the whole? The whole administration, because that's what I started with. Oh. I think this administration yeah. is taking down democracy. It just ain't William Barr because, uh, oh, girl, what's her name? Uh, for the for the education, uh, Betsy DeVoe um, or whatever her name DeVoe. is. That she she's acting. Uh, wait a minute, this is just more. Stephen Miller with his uh, immigration rules and the immigration rules down at the border, taking kids away. It's it's the whole administration. All their actions are they taking down democracy? It's just not the uh, William Barr thing. I mean, yeah, I yeah. I agree with yeah. uh, D. Lovely on that because uh, Holder did it. <laughs> he said the heck with him too. So I agree on that point, but I'm talking about overall. Do you think they're taking down democracy? That's that was my question. Yes, I, I absolutely case, agree yes. with you at that point. If, if that's the in, in this, um, intention that you had, you were you were speaking about, because I feel like that was their plan all along. I, I don't think that they intended to leave anything standing that was in place. I think the whole plan from day one was to break America down to what they wanted it to do and then build it back the way they wanted to. So I've, I've, even though we're seeing that they're saying, you know, the jobs are higher, yes, but you've got jobs paying at a lower rate. You've got people um, not receiving half of what they got back on their, their taxes. You've got hundreds of reasons to say, you say this is working, but we can show you reasons why it's not. And the American farmers should be the first ones to say, you screwed us. And they should say it, and they should do something about it. So if they're not speaking up, then the problem is, was is democracy broken? Yes, but that was the plan from day one. Uh, my next question, since you brought up the economy, sort of, uh, is the economy, the economy is better, but does it, is it affecting the working part of America? And see, since I retired, I really don't have the egg in the game. So I got to talk to D. Lovely because 
I know Larissa does her own thing too. So, but then right. Larissa is married to somebody that's working, so maybe you do have a voice on this. Uh, I'll start with D. Lovely, then Larissa. Is the economy, even though it's good overall, is it affecting or is it making any difference to normal middle class working Americans? All right, let, let's let's be real. Let's be very realistic here. When you use the word economy and and is the economy getting better there is going to be a large group of very rich people that says the that says the economy looks great and the reason for that is because of the breaks that they are receiving for being those kind of those kind of businesses if you ask someone who has very little or what used to be called the middle class because it's shrinking to the point of non-existence and it is suddenly and quickly becoming the lower the high, upper lower class you will find that there are people who are saying we are barely making it whether it's the cost of your health care or the the um the amount of taxes that are coming out of your 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 pay or if it's the amount they're telling you your retirement is not going to be or that the Social Security will be out of business by 2024, you've got a lot of people that, are, that have a lot of stake at this game. And the problem is there is no win in this if he continues doing what he's doing because he does not care about you. And he's never going to care about the little people. He's always going to make you say, if I, I gave you a job, you need to be glad which is no different than saying to a slave, I don't beat you every day, so you should not complain about the days that I do. Larissa. You got me on that one. Don't beat me today, sir, because I eat my hamburger on Wednesday. Beat me on Thursday. Okay, Larissa. Exactly. <laughs> right, right. And and I refer to the class of people you're talking about, D-Level. I call them they're the working poor is basically what they are. Working poor yeah. doesn't you know they don't make enough to get any type of assistance. You know, I mean, make a, they they make too much to get any type of assistance, of course, and they don't make enough to benefit from these things. So to me, if you ask me about the economy, my question is going to be: It depends on who you ask. Just like you said, it's a certain amount of people going to be like, "Oh, this is great." You know, it just depends on who you ask. With the answer you'll get, it's going to be a different answer for a different class of people on, on right. whether you know the economy. It's, it's just it's just depending on who you ask. You know, it's always I, I haven't heard anybody that that wasn't um, profoundly well to do like, oh yeah, this is great. He's he's doing great for us. You know, except for um, I won't say that. I'll, I'll refrain from that. Go ahead. <laughs> Uh, we got 804. People, but I'm not going to do it. E is on the line. What's up, E? Uh, the question. Love, everybody. Hey. The, hey, the question on this was, do you think, being that they say the economy is better, is it working for a working America? In other words, the middle hey, class. No. <laughs> no. I knew you were going to say Come on, son. Hell, who said that? The the economy is better, and that's what Trump is going to say at the next rally because he don't look at overall America. He only he's looking at the numbers saying that we're hiring people. There's less people working, therefore America is better. But 
in reality, the economy is not making it better for everybody that's working. Not the rich, the one percent. I I know they they good either way. They good if the economy fails. They good if the economy go up. I'm talking about working Americans, the everyday people that we know, that's middle class basically and lower. Is it working for them? No, I'm a teacher. It is not. Now, I got I got to say, if I was if if it was working for me, I would need two other jobs other than my teaching job. (laughs) Right. Now, I want to say this. Y'all remember when it was the shutdown and everybody that was on the news media and some of the some of the uh, higher-ups, like, in the administration was so shocked and appalled that people could barely make it and pay for their rent. And they were saying on TV, well, you just need to go on and take a loan out. Remember all that when the shutdown was going on? And yeah, everybody was so, oh, they got to raise money for these people. What is wrong? That's the problem and right there with administrations I'm being in touch with a, all of America. Go get a loan. Well, if yeah, I needed to go get a loan, if I could go get a loan, I wouldn't be in dire straits financially because of the government shutdown, you idiot. People that need a loan usually can't get a loan because of whatever happened in their life. So he was just so out of touch reality. I just had to stop listening to him. It's, it's kind of I guess hard the thing that really bugs me about saying that is, you know, once I get the loan, how am I supposed to pay it back? So now <laughs> right. you've ruined me back. not only financially, but now you've ruined my credit too because I'm not going to be able to pay it back. Also, and and he, you know what? That this is the problem with having billionaires in in office. They are completely out of touch. Completely out of touch with the the everyday working American people, you know, and it's same with DuVos and, and Trump and a bunch of them in there, you know, they're, they're all those rich people, they're, they're out of touch, you know, oh, just go get a loan, because they couldn't imagine life without having some cash flow or, or you know, a way to not pay something, you know, they, they, they're mastered all of that, and that's the problem, and this is what I say with the, the wealth distribution in America. Some of it, these rich people, as we know from Trump, they don't always pay their bills on time. They just know what to do. They have a strategy. You know, we sometimes uh, the working class people, we just like, well, you know, what we're going to do. They've already from the start knowing, okay, we're going to do this. Then we're going to stop paying them. Then we're going to do this. They All they did was develop a strategy on how they're not going to pay their bills. Because they don't pay all their bills either, as we see from him. Um. Next, uh, we were we were out of commission for a couple of weeks, so I I got some old news that I need to ask. First of all, I want to ask, you know, out of the forty million Democrats that's running <laughs> for presidential office, I'm gonna pick. A, I'm gonna put my name. I put them their name in the hat and pick one. Go ahead. I think we lost Hello? him. Oh. Well, gee, hello. I think that's broke us. Yeah, me too. I I just lost the ball. Well, I think you have to go back. Yeah, that's the wrong question. Yeah. 
or push the wrong button. I guess we'll yeah. try to call back in because I, I mean it's a torrential down. I mean thunderstorm here, but I don't know okay, what's well, going on back. there in the, the, the K house. Okay. Hello? I'm here. I'm here, too. I guess we lost. Yeah, I guess he's not on here. Okay. Well, I don't know if we can continue without him, um, unless right. you want to talk about... Because it doesn't... Is, is that you, E? Or is that Larissa? No, it's Larissa. Yeah, it's Larissa. Okay, okay. So E didn't get back either? No, she didn't get back on I'm back. Oh, back. You hear me? Yeah, we yeah, can hear you. Okay, uh, <laughs> I don't know what happened. Everybody got dropped off. Uh, blog talk tripping today. I don't know what happened. You hear me, right? Yeah, we can hear you. Go ahead. We can hear you. Okay, uh, the, the question was, who do you like that's running so far out of the 40 million Democrats that are running for the presidential election? Who are you asking? Donna. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, well, I gotta tell you right now, I'm. I've always been a. I've been a big Biden fan, but um, uh, Mayor Pete is my favorite right now. And thank the only you, reason. Thank you, D. Lovely. Huh? I said thank you, D. Lovely. <laughs> He's okay. my favorite too. <laughs> okay. Uh, Larissa. I, I told you, I'm just going to right now drop the number. Now. I mean, so many of them. It's too many that I like, you know? So I'm just going to put the names in the hat and pick one out. And if I don't like that one, I'll put it back in there till I, you know, I don't know. <laughs> I, I really don't. It's too many. Too many to name right well, now. Is anybody else come in this week? Yeah. Uh, Senator Bennett, the guy that called out uh, Cruz on the floor last year. Oh my God! He went in on that dude. <laughs> yes, I like him too. Well, I yeah, just like him for that, but I don't. I don't know his politics, so I don't really know if he's somebody I like. It's just like okay, I've I've always found you know Uncle Joe to be a, a cool, the coolest dude in the camp. He's always been right. cool. But here's the thing: yes. I think when it, when we start going backwards and we start looking historically. At some of the things that some of these candidates have done, we gotta hold their feet to the fire. And Joe Biden, right now, the one thing that I want him to explain to me is why he wrote the law 1020 Life. That was called Biden's law before it was the 1020 Life. Right. Wow. And I need him to explain to me why now he takes no ownership of that. Because he's running. Wow. That's <laughs> so until he can until he can answer that question for me, he's not my he's not my man. Right. 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 Right
Wow. And it's amazing because you and E particularly love Uncle Joe. I do. I got. I, I think he's the coolest dude in the camp. But I, I don't mean, mean I want him president. Yeah, right. I, I love him too. I, go on, Larissa. No, go ahead. That's all. Just said I love I him too. I had a problem with Joe because of the Anita Hill thing. I just didn't feel it was right the way they treated her, and he was in charge of the committee. So that's where I'm at on that. You know what? That doesn't bother me as much, and I'm gonna tell you why. And being a woman, I, I feel like I, I, I got a, a, you know, I got skin in this game. We are, we are used to this behavior, and it's not just him. It's every place you go. I don't care if you go to your own workplace and say that guy over there did not treat me fair. They're gonna say, well, you, you know, he's not always nice to everybody in this. You go to the police. You tell them, this guy did X, Y, and Z. Well, you know, we'll talk to him and see how good. This is yep. not new. And just because he followed the same protocol that every other man in a powerful position has done, I'm not holding him as accountable for that. But the one thing I can tell you, at least he didn't vote for Clarence Thomas. He may not have treated her great, but he knew not to vote for him. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know what, uh, can we put Donna on the ticket too? <laughs> right, right. I vote for Donna, not because oh, I know. Oh, no, because my story ain't clean. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> uh, hey, but I'm down with you on your story. <laughs> All right. Like three jets 
cost about a billion and a half um, uh, money for the American people to spend as far as getting them made. And they wouldn't do that so they could overturn the money for the $1,000 a month for everybody in the United States. So it was like $3 billion or something like that. That's what they said. I'm just going by what I heard. Uh, well, I take it. I take it then. D. Lovely. Okay, and and I'm not trying to offend anybody, but this is the stupidest thing I've ever heard. This is so <laughs> ridiculous. Why? I'm I'm just going to tell you why. I have a 18 year old son, and I promise you, if I give him a thousand dollars a month, the people that are going to get rich are going to be the people that are going to also say, I'm going to give you a credit card because you've got $1,000 you can spend every month, and you know what? We'll just wait for your next $1,000 next month. The only thing you're going to do is put people further in debt. You're going to put people in a worse position because people who don't have $1,000 don't know what to do with $1,000. You're going to make Cadillac rich. You're going to make, um, you're going to make Infinity rich. You're going to make Corvette, whoever it is y'all like right now, Dodge Charger, you're going to make all them rich because everybody thinks they're going to be able to buy a car. And and Because I got $1,000 coming every month, but you ain't thought about the insurance. You haven't thought about um, the maintenance. You haven't done anything. But now you you think you can pay $1,000 more for something. I think this is the most irresponsible thing you can do with people who don't know what to do with $1,000. And, Loretha, you said it right. You said... I'm going to need more than a thousand. So what happens when I be- spent my thousand? Do I borrow another thousand? Do I use your, do I steal your thousand? How does this work? Right. Yeah. You go get so a job. So ridiculous. I Hopefully. can't. <laughs> Hopefully you have a job to go along with that thousand dollars. Hopefully. See, that's not what you said. That's not what he's saying. He's not saying you got to be working. You could be a student. It doesn't matter. No, he said. All you have to be is 18. He didn't, he didn't say you had to be working. He didn't say that. Well, that's, that's, that's scary. There was no qualifications other than, you know, U.S. citizenship, 18 years old, 64. Irresponsible. That's irresponsible. How many big TVs can you put in one house? Come on. I'm going to tell you right now. That would have worked for me, though, because I would have been working, and anybody with sent would have used their money responsibly. But Oh, I'm sorry. Course, you, I, you're using words that don't go together right now. Responsibility and making sense, and free money, free money and responsibility do not go together. You have not seen one person get their tax refund and behave responsibly in a way that says, "You know what? I know I owe all these people money, but they got a sale on big TVs." I got a question though, D. Lovely. Wouldn't you use the money responsibly? I'm not gonna promise you I would every time. But I'm just saying, I think you would use the money responsibly just like I would. I mean, there would be a few. There's a few of us that would use the. There's going to be a few fools, and there's going to be a few people that use the money responsibly. That's all I'm saying. I can't guarantee I'm going to use it responsibly. I just don't know. I don't know that that's true. I know that I would like to think that I would, but I can't guarantee it. And I think there's a whole lot of other people who say the same thing, but that's just not a reality. You gonna have little old ladies getting hit in the head because they thousand dollars came in this month and somebody just waiting to get it from them. Yeah, <laughs> it's the same thing with uh, welfare. It, that, uh welfare. That's all I'm saying. That's exactly what it is, though. You are making people 
you are turning them into the kind of uh, addicts that is not. It's it's just one more drug addict that you're 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 putting out there. You're saying I am addicted to this a thousand dollars a month. I can't wait to get it. And yep. every time and it, it comes, it's a form of welfare. Yep. Exactly, because now you own those people. They got to come to you for that money. I don't like it. I don't like it. <laughs> I do. Okay, here we go. Uh, next thing, uh, the Krispy Kreme and Panara, uh, Panara Bread Company, yeah, they Panera. have that too. They have Nazi ties through their family. And people wanted to boycott them. And I just wondered, would that make you want to boycott Panera, say it again, uh, the lovely Panera, Panera Bread? That right, too, Panera Bread. Krispy Kreme. <laughs> Starting with Asking me? D. Lovely. She know how to pronounce it. Okay. Well, hell no. And here's why. Because if I'm going to denounce everybody that has tie, that had historic ties to bad things, it's a whole lot of stuff I'm not going to be able to do. But if they're not using that money to continue to fund something disrespectful to the, the, the communities in any way, if, for one thing I know for sure, Krispy Kreme gives back more than any other donut company in the world. They give back to their communities. They give to the schools. They have fundraisers. They have drives. I'm not going to hold what their great-great-granddaddy did to, to them when somebody's trying to do better. And as far as I've ever known of Panera Bread Company, they've always been community-based. So I can't hold okay. them to something that their name may have been associated with years ago. I guarantee you, if you go back and look at a lot of these names, your, your president included, you're going to find some dirty dirt back there, and you're not going to like it. You can look at his name now, and it's dirty. Uh, Risa? Um, yeah. The people who want to boycott Krispy Kreme must ain't never had one of them donuts after the light came on. You ever had one of them donuts after the light came on? <laughs> yes, I have. <laughs> we got one right. We got the original one, the original Krispy Kreme right downtown Raleigh. And listen, if you ain't that, they never had one. When that light come on and you get that donut. When that hot light go on. Yeah, yeah. You they ain't never had one. Yeah. Larissa, you feel just like I did. I'm like, man, I don't care about no Nazis as I'm biting a glazed donut. I don't care. (laughs) Man, that soft donut is still warm, too. You better get out of my side. There's another another kind of feeling. Yeah, Yeah, they ain't never had one. They had them. You know what? Them people only had them kind that be in the box. You know, that you would be in the yep. grocery store. That's all yeah, they had. They cold. didn't have one of them hot, right. hot off the press donuts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With, the cream, with the cream still dripping. <laughs> yeah, all yeah, right. Making me want, it's just down the street from my house. You're making me want to go. Well, thank you again for calling back because we all got dropped that time. I don't know what happened. But thank okay. you again. And uh, hopefully we'll be back again next week. Thank you. D. Lovely, and E that got dropped out, and also Larissa. All right. You're welcome. Thank you. All right. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.